Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Be a part of it with Scott's Menswear, the go-to destination for sports fashion. With a reputation spanning over 30 years, Scott's has a mega brand catalogue featuring Adidas Originals, Nike, Fred Perry, Pretty Green, and many more. Here at RGM, we love the support that they offer us and the music-loving community around us. Check them out at scottsmenswear.com. guys hello you made it thank you for joining us again you're here it's another week of the podcast welcome to the rgm experience podcast my name's carl maloney host of the show a welcoming voice come in take your shoes off it's all comfortable we go again with another show Oh, we've all had a good, good week of finding new music and fucking about. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, been, it's been an exciting week this week. I've had a B12 injection. It always perks you up, them things. I just feel a, a like I'm uh, getting shit done. Um, yeah, fresh from RGM Live in Manchester last night. Uh, down at Gulliver's again, uh, Babble Station, Furrowed Brow, and College Elite. Um, a bit of an eclectic night, a strange night in Manchester. This weekend, Manchester's got a different vibe about it. Uh, I was reading an article in the news, and I think it's Sasha Lord mentioning there's over 400,000 people flocking to Manchester this weekend. Ed Sheeran's got four days at the Etihad. Killers are on at Old Trafford. Alicia Keys is on. Billy Eilish is here in town. Um, loads of other stuff and all this. Loads of other stuff I forgot about. So there's no chance you're getting a cheap uh, hotel in Manchester this weekend. No chance. It was rammed all over. <laughs> Apart from my gig. <laughs> you can't win them all, I suppose. They were a good 30, 40 in, you know. Uh, 40, I'm pushing it at 40. Um, but yeah, a lot of people had stuff on last night. Neck of the Woods Festival was going on in Levenshume as well, uh, where a lot of uh, the music-loving community that I knock about with uh, all ended up. Shame I had to miss that, really, but uh, we do his own things, don't we? Um, yeah, good, you know, weird weekend here in Mankland. Never called it Mankland before. Don't think I'll be doing it again. Just having another think if I'd do it again. No, I, I, I'm definitely not going to do that again. Uh, can't wait for you to share your today's guest, ladies and gentlemen. We've got the amazing Katie Owen. Uh, Katie was absolutely straight fresh from DJing. Um, big, massive Welsh ambassador, presenter. Uh, she does many, many things. And we talk all about, all about that in the... In the uh, in the interview coming up, uh, she yeah she was just she just fit it fresh off DJing uh, at the uh, Cardiff Football Stadium where Wales had just qualified against Ukraine for the World Cup in you know many years. 
Um, so yeah, what an event! What what an, uh, an experience to be, you know, showing all the footballers at her party with by spinning tunes. Yeah, you know, she's been on Radio One, hosted shows, done many things, um, and I've always wanted to catch up with her, and uh, I did, and it, it was just a good a good chat that we had. It was great. So Katie's coming up very soon. And we always, as as always, thank the guests for joining us on our little podcast. Um, what gigs have you been to this week, ladies and gentlemen? Tag us at RGM Pod on Twitter. Let us know what you've been up to. Who was good? Just let us know about all the great bands this week, I think. And pop a little Spotify link. And tell us about all the bands that you've seen this week. Pop your Spotify link. And we'll share those and, you know, just share some music about this week. Yeah, it sounds like a plan to me. Yeah, RGM, I've just been... Um, today's Sunday as the podcast comes out on the Monday. Um, so I've just been getting all the uh, posts ready for this week on RGM that are coming out. Loads of stuff coming out. Two lots of recommends this week, which is, you know, it's basically ten bands. New ten bands that you can invest in and try out and see if you like um, who knows you might find a couple or one of your next favourite bands that you're going to invest in and go to a few gigs and, and do whatever you need to do who, know, who knows you won't know until you try will you give them a whirl yeah two of those are out now on live on the website going out on the socials soon uh, we've got a, a feature with Turing Breaks as well they basically choose and list their fantasy album uh, thank you to UK Sound Advice for, for you know for making that feature for us it's brilliant um, plus loads of other stuff that I just got you know we're bringing out it's, it's, it's quite quite crazy at the minute in regards to how much we're putting out like three or four new con- pieces of content every day imagine all that in, in, over a week yeah it's good it's good love it um, so, as always, we just want to mention that you can connect with the podcast in many different ways now. Uh, iTunes, Apple, Amazon, um, all the other places. <laughs> Acast. God, I'm losing, the, losing my will to live today. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, keep in touch with us, guys. Subscribe to the show. Tell your friends about it, as always. YouTube's a great place to... Uh, you don't get all me talking at the beginning <laughs> on YouTube. You just get the interview. And we are starting to put them on uh, Spotify, as we've mentioned over the last few weeks as well. You will have seen a little sneaky interview, video interview, uh, with Red Rum Club that we put on over the weekend. So I'm just putting them out as I can. Uh, Now you can put videos out on a podcast on Spotify. Uh, I'm just seeing how people react to it and engage with it. So if you like that, let us know. If you don't, let us know. It's fine. Um, but yeah, we're just putting historic interviews, but the video version of them that are all, that are all on YouTube, we're putting them out on Spotify just because just we can really, just to see see what kind of impact it has. Um, so yeah, we're always testing new stuff. We're going to be uh, around for a long time, ladies and gentlemen. So join the ride. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, let's crack on with the guest. Today we've got KTO in, ladies and gentlemen. Take it away. We're here again. Another week begins. My name's Carl Maloney, and we're here 
with an amazing guest, Katie Owen, for another episode of the RGM Experience podcast. Hi, mate. How are you doing? I'm good. Uh, still a bit hangover. Two-day hangover after the Wednesday yeah. and Sunday. But super, super buzzing over that. Well, what better way to congratulate Wales reaching the World Cup finals after 64 years, mate? Um, yeah. I've, I've seen all your socials. You, you look like you had a good time. Oh, um, I, I DJed the after party for the players. Mm. And it was a very messy one. My voice is only now starting to come back. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how does it feel, you know, like being a passionate Welsh, Welsh person? Um, you know, knowing that you're going to be in the World Cup finals now, how how, did, how has it all sunk in yet? Um, I've I just cried on Sunday <laughs> okay. when the final whistle went because obviously yeah. it's still tense until and it was a, mm. it was a tough game that like Ukraine bless them they they played their hearts out and yeah. it was a very nervous game so until that final whistle I couldn't really Let relax go. but yeah it just feels surreal like obviously the last time was 1958. Um. Yeah, I'm just over the moon. Yeah, no, I don't blame it. Like, it's going to be brilliant out there. Um, and you know, what 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 was the feeling amongst the players at the after show party? Um, oh, you know, it, after that, I can I can imagine it was a bit carnage, like you know, <laughs> it was uh, yeah, complete carnage. It was everyone was dancing on like tables. There was like Jaeger bombs everywhere. Yeah, just a great atmosphere. Everyone was in on top spirits and yeah, it was brilliant. Any funny hijinks that you could share with the world? You don't have to mention names. Um, no, everyone was just dancing on like tables and stuff. I got a bit too drunk and lost my laptop, but you <laughs> oh, know what? No. <laughs> uh, it's, it was worth it getting Wales yeah. through to the world cup. So I'd, I'm hoping I'll find it in the club, in the venue we're at, but okay. at the moment, I don't know where it's gone. Oh, bless you, bless you. I know. <laughs> well, Katie Owen, DJ, presenter, personality, you know, you've been on Radio 1 recently. Uh, a big ambassador for Wales, move over, Rod Gilbert. You're, you're, the, you're <laughs> the next one, it looks like. No? Yeah, I did no. um, covers on Radio 1, like, two years ago, um, yeah. BBC Wales, like, a f- kind of, like, football shows, I've recently learned to speak the Welsh language. Oh. So, yeah, a lot of like football, Welsh language and Was Radio music. 1 two years ago then? Yeah, pre, Jesus. pre-lockdown, it's flown right. by. Wow, okay. Well, I just wanted to, you know, you, I've, I've seen you, I, I had the pleasure of uh, saying a quick hello to you once down when we were in Manchester and Tom Grennan were playing Little Jimmy's, the old venue. Uh, yeah. This is England people, we're all there. We were a good night and you were spinning some tunes there. Um, yeah. What, what, what made you start to get into being a DJ and music in general? Just talk us through a bit of background on uh, how you got into it all, please, Kate. So I've always loved music. I've grown up with them. Um, you know, my family are very much into like the Beatles, Oasis, the Kinks. Mm. That was always massively influential on me. Um, and I started DJing about five years ago. I played for this feeling in a club in Cardiff, the Moon mm. Club. And I would just play a Spotify playlist because I didn't know how to DJ. Mm. And then they were like, oh, do you want to play at a white festival? So <laughs> okay. I was like, yeah, go on then. <laughs> when I didn't have a clue what I was doing. Yeah. Completely winged it. And I've been winging it ever since. <laughs> <laughs> So how have you, like, developed as a DJ from, you know, admitting yourself that you were just blagging it a bit and then doing it? How, how have you, like, got better at it? What what things have you put in place to, you know, get better? I feel like because I was just thrown in the deep end and then I started doing, like, uh, 
DJ sets in clubs around London mm. and it would always be like a massive panic. And and then I learned how to like properly beat match and, you know, work all the techie side of it. So um, it was just putting, putting yourself out there and being in those situations where you've, it's either like sink or swim, you've got to, yeah. got to do it. And, and obviously I love music. So I knew like the music I wanted to play, like I wanted to share with people. Mm. It was just getting the decks. <laughs> just getting the buttons like, to do what you want them to do type thing. Yeah. I, I've, uh, I've mastered it now, thankfully. Well, yeah. I should hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So, like, before DJing and music, when you were just growing up, um, you know, has music always been something that you've always had your eye out for, you know? Like, yeah, I've always, always been massively into, like, music, football, like, that kind of, I grew up yeah. into that, like, kind of, like, mod subculture. Mm. So I loved, like, Quadrophenia and um, This Is England, all that kind of stuff. So I've always loved music and I studied uh, musical theatre in college, but I can't sing and I can't dance. So <laughs> the next best, best thing was yeah. DJing, just pressing <laughs> <Okay>. the button. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah, how, how did you like get involved with like, the moddy type scene then? Were you, were you influenced from parents or friends yeah, and family? Definitely an influence from parents. My, my dad, um, my stepmom were big into you know, like Fred Perry kind of. Yeah. Has he got the hair? Like your dad. Has he, has he got the Indian hair? Used to, he used to, but he's, uh, he doesn't know. Don't say bless him. Okay, fair enough. No, he's, he's still, he's clinging onto his hair, but he's not got oh, the, okay. yeah. the, the mod haircut. But, um, <laughs> so yeah, I've always grown, you know, I've been heavily influenced by, you know, the music and the subculture and the fashion. It all kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah. Uh, I think you, you kind of like, when music grabs you and you and you don't really know that it's happening until it's too late sometimes <laughs> and you just end up part of, you know, the music scene out there and just, you know, just enjoying, just enjoying how many opportunities are out there and just how much fun it can be just being in and around music people. It's great, isn't it, out there? Yeah, 100%. It's just lovely. It's like a proper little, a proper scene. Yeah. And where, where's, yeah. where's your scene? Where, where, what What kind of... Where where do you? I don't mean where do you knock about. That sounds weird. I mean, <laughs> I mean like just like where? What 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 would you class as your scene? Uh, so I live in London now. I've been there for five years. Mm. I come back and forth Wales all the time. I'm, I'm in mm. Wales at the moment. Um, I'd say a mix of like I'm I'm in in obviously like the the backbone of what I'm interested in is like the mods, you know, like Britpop kind of indie scene. Mm. But then I also like current chart you know like a few current charts and mm. like modern day fashion so I, I tend to like take little bits of of all of them and mash them together so I kind of go in and out to the mall really yeah and you know do you do you delve into like grassroots music you know like unsigned bands and that kind of stuff yeah yeah I love all the unsigned bands uh go into you know watch um upcoming gigs and, and bands it's, it's really lovely yeah. Yeah, what kind of bands are, are or because we, we like to specialize in supporting grassroots music. We do cover the bigger bands and that kind of stuff in festivals and tours on the magazine. Um, but we, you know, we, we do really specialize and only want to specialize in grassroots music because there's so much good stuff out there, so much fun to be had, so much trouble to be made uh, out there in the industry, and just so much. It, there's just so much great potential out there from bands that just seem to be on the cusp of something at the minute. Um, yeah. Yeah, I love um, Red Rum Club, mm. um, Megan Wynn. 
Yeah. Trampoline, Snut, so many great upcoming artists out there. Yeah, we had Megan on the podcast previously yeah. as well. And she's playing I my stage Megan. at Tramline's Fringe in Sheffield. She's playing my stage oh, at that as well, amazing. so I love Megan. I was with Megan um, last week for Neighbourhood Festival. Oh, okay. How did you get on? Have a good time? Yeah, we went out afterwards. And uh, <laughs> it was a bit of a messy one. Yeah. We were in the Uber and she was sick, but luckily pulled over. And... <laughs> Fair enough. So just just while we're on Megan, how, how much of a you know, sensible head as she got on her, in, in regards to her music career, she seems like she's got the world at her feet and she's just having and loving every minute of it. it I, I love seeing that, the, the progression yeah, of an no. artist from just starting off. She's, you know, she's, she's relatively young compared to me anyway. Um, and she's just got the world at her feet and she's just, you know, she's got her head screwed on, hasn't she, that one? Yeah, she's a great talent. and I, I know she's going to do really well and smash it. Yeah. Like, yeah. like 100%. And any other ones? So you mentioned Trampoline there. Yeah, they're doing great things. Trampoline. Red Rum Club, they're flashing, flying now, aren't they? Red Rum Club. Yeah. Um, there's so many. I'm trying to think. Um, who else? Red Rum Club. Trampoline. The Snuts. Snuts, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, like I saw them uh, play from like, sm- you know, smaller stages and more to you know, second main stage and doing really well. Um, the La- Laughams is doing really well at yeah. the moment. Have you seen Spangled? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. I'll, 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 I'll chuck Spangled at you. My mates yeah. from here in Manchester. Um, they just seem to be going from strength to strength. They're doing a lot of, they're doing, are you doing, are you Isle of Wight with this feeling? Are you doing Isle of No, Wight? I'm not doing Isle of Wight. No, they're, not they're, doing, they're doing that. Is that, is that this weekend? I can't keep up with it all, me. Is it next weekend? I don't know. It's sometime this month. They're, they're doing all the festivals and, and they're doing the same stage as what I've got with Megan in Sheffield. I'm doing a fringe festival. I just love the guys. I, I, oh, I, I, just, I, I just, yeah, I just think they're great. And it's such, when you work with a lot of bands, some bands can be a pain in the arse. Some can be an absolute pleasure to, to deal with. Um, you, you always see the nice pleasurable ones go further, which is just like a lesson in life, isn't it? You know, it's just, it just yeah, seems just to happen be nice. that way. Yeah, just, yeah, just, you know, be nice on your way up because you don't know who you're going to meet on on the way up and that kind of stuff, isn't it? Have you, had, have you seen or experienced anybody like that that you might have seen on the way up that that's changed? Uh, has music changed anybody that you know? No, I remember I met Red Rum Club when they like first were on the festival scene yeah. and they... They were like genuinely like the nicest lads. They still are too, like, aren't they? We've yeah, had them so on like, the podcast, just great guys. Yeah, so I wouldn't say anyone I've met this. Um, but then as well, as well like if, if anyone's rude to me, I don't really, I wouldn't really speak to them again. Yes, okay, fair enough. I wouldn't really associate myself with them. So, okay. Um, but yeah, like the Red Rum, they're really lovely and, and they've like remained really, you know, really nice. Yeah, which is great to see. What what I think is always a good kind of lesson is just to get out your comfort zone. And the the music industry has different pockets where you can investigate and do your own thing. And and by putting yourself out your comfort zone, uh, opportunities come your way. So I can you know you, you you've been DJing, supporting Kasabian, you've had, you've got your radio shows, all that kind of stuff. How do you 
how how do you see your career going at the minute? Because you seem to do in and specialising and you presenting for sound on as well. I've seen some of them videos, you know, cracking stuff. There, those videos are amazing. That 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 they're bringing. Oh, I, I love those. Great sound on. So so you seem to be doing everything you can possibly to to progress and just to get your name out there. I think it's great. How, how do you see oh, it going? You're welcome. Yeah, I just I'm just doing what I love, and that's mm. work. You know, music talking and yeah. and um meeting new people and then obviously sports so i want to get into more sports kind of presenting yeah um and yeah so i think that's more so like the long-term aim is getting into more sports yeah. presenting over dj now um yes yeah, I, I still love dj and i want to do that it's like a long-term thing but I, for me like i want to really delve more into sports yeah. Not not playing because I'm not. <laughs> no. I wish, but yeah. But yeah, that's definitely a door I want to open and like a road I want to go down in the future. So how, how do you? Because I've presented a few things over the years, and you know, there's there's a there's a knack to it, isn't there? And it, and it's a lot easier to do when you've got a bit of a personality yourself and you've got something about you. How how do you prepare before you present something yourself personally? How do you like warm up to it or? Um, it is hard. Like you've got to, because you, you've got to be yourself when you're presenting, but then you've also got to like re- remain professional and this certain. Ah, that's group. where I've been missing out. I've been forgetting <laughs> to be professional. <laughs> so you've got to kind of like be yourself and, yeah. and it's I suppose just be warm and, and yeah, positive. Well, it, 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 what what I found is like, no, no, kind of know your audience a little bit. If you're at a festival, yeah, there's, there's got to be kids around, so you're obviously, you know, swearing's not going to go down well. Um, just in general, you know, um, you know, if if you've got a bit of a mind that can, um, just ping pong and go all over the place like I have, you've got to learn how to control that and stick to yeah, same what as you're me. Doing. Yeah, yeah. You, do you find that too? Yeah. So I'm. Uh, I tend to uh, when I first I, I would just waffle on about like yeah my dog or something completely irrelevant, and then I was yeah. like, I don't think anyone wants to hear about like what my dog had for dinner. But <laughs> well, <laughs> people do like that kind of stuff. That people like to, people like to see and investigate what goes on behind the scenes of stuff, and that's kind of what I like to try and uh, delve into, no matter what kind of how like. Um, I don't know, mundane it might seem. All all the behind the scenes stuff. I think people are fascinated in these days and interviewing as a technique has changed over the years too. It used to be, you know, you used to see it all where it used to be throw ten questions at an artist, like yeah. trying to trying to be daft and silly and just a really quick interview over like five minutes. That used to be a thing for a bit in interviews, but it it, it I feel like it's changed and the, one of the reasons why I like to have more conversations rather than just you know, chuck some questions at you. Is just have a chat about stuff because more people are, more people invest in the person that way if they if they get to know you a little bit more. That's kind of how I see it. How do you yeah, and it? I feel like it's more natural. The conversation flows more more organically. Mm. So yeah, yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. So what? Well, what's been the biggest taxing interview that you've ever had? Biggest tax taxing, or it was it was hard work, or you know it's. Uh, you had to work harder than what you you would have normally. Um, 
No, I'm touch wood. Mm. I've always interviewed very, um, very nice, chatty people, thankfully. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't mean if somebody's been like harsh back in an interview. I mean, like, um, I'll give you an example of, this might give you a better idea what I mean. I interviewed John Cooper Clark for the podcast. And he doesn't use mobile phones or anything like that. So I couldn't, oh, I, I couldn't set him up to do like a video call. And my missus said to me before, she's, you know, he's like proper, like great intellectual and he's going to see straight through you. I'm just like, all oh, right, thanks for that. <laughs> so I, because it, it, it really clever people intimidate me because I just think uh, I'm not kind of worthy or I don't have the confidence to like open up about things sometimes. So th- those type of experiences get you out of your comfort zone, but they make you a, a they make you better at doing it because you're stretching yourself and you're and you're going for it and you're still, you know, you're still having those conversations and 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 at the end of it, we spoke for about an hour. And really, it, and, and it was one of my favourite oh. conversations I've ever had with anybody after after shitting myself a little bit before going into it. <laughs> so it's, I find that though, when when you're dreading something and you do it and then it, it's usually you really enjoy it and you're like, oh, yeah. The, the more reward is it, it's more rewarding sometimes, isn't it? When you, when you, when yeah, you, definitely. When, you, when you're proper out of your comfort zone, I'd say, yeah, more so when. Oops, sorry. Um, yeah. So, what, the first interview I ever did was with Kelly Jones from the Stereophonics, and obviously wow. I'm a massive fan. Mm. So I was like proper cacking myself, and I had like my notes in front of me, and I was just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, okay. But it, oh, he's, he's such a lovely lovely man so it, it went well but I was still like ah oh. how long ago was that then how long ago was it that you interviewed Kelly four years ago I think okay four years ago yeah and that, that's the one I'd, I'd say I was and it was my first interview with someone it was Kelly Jones so I was like ah it's it's different when 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 you're a fan when you're a massive fan of them as well isn't it it's hard to play cool yeah who, who did I have I horrendous oh john mcclure when i first started the magazine and john mcclure from reverend the makers oh, i love john. Made it, love john but i, I bought again I, it, because it was one of like the, one of the big interviews one of my first big interviews it was just like yeah it's hard not to be a bit of a fanboy because he's a sheffield lad like me and i'm just like i'm excited but petrified at the same time of, but it kind of all sorts itself out doesn't it yeah definitely they're normal. They're just normal people, aren't they? And, and you, you can, you can kind of, you know, put yourself or or get into your own head a little bit sometimes with presenting and speaking to personalities. And yeah, that it, people. that's the thing. You've got to just like see it. You know, they they people just chat to them like you just yeah. chat to one of your mates. Obviously, not that casual, but yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. They, because you, you're you're going to know more about them than what they know about you, aren't you? So, yeah. so it, that's another skill as well is not being too over familiar, I suppose. Yeah. So much, cool, so much to it when you think about it, isn't there? It's not just studying with a microphone yeah. having a laugh at a festival. Yeah, there's there's more than that. So, how, <laughs> how do you prepare now compared to like how you do how you did with Kelly four years ago? Um, now, obviously, I do my research. Um, I don't script it anymore. I, I mm. like bullet point it and then have it like in my pocket in case. But I just do my yeah. research and just, like like you said, I like, just have like a, a more conversation with them rather than question, question, question. Yeah. And I suppose radio helps you as well, doesn't it? You know, live radio. Uh, yeah. You, is that scripted or do you? How do you plan for those type of things? Same same thing, really. Bullet points. I used to script it, but you could mm. hear that I was 
reading from the script because I was yeah. so nervous. I'd, I'd script it all. So um, now I just bullet point it and it, it flows more naturally. Yeah. What kind of tips would you give people, you know, just inspired by your journey into things? What kind of tips would you give people to, you know, to crack on and, you know, be half as good as what Katie Owen is? <laughs> um, I would say put yourself out there. Don't be afraid to throw yourself in the deep end. You're going to get rejection. You're going to get setbacks. Take it on the chin. Keep going and just enjoy it. Great, great words. Yeah, just get yourself out of your comfort zone and just... It, it, the, the music industry is the hardest industry in, in, oh, in it's the brutal. world, particularly. It, and just being, you know, just seeing bands get rejected all the times for festival slots or whatever, or just anything. It's life's a big hard slog, and you, you, the people that work hard at it tend to tend to crack on and have, you know, and and, and achieve more things. I don't know what my point is, Kerr. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's good. I agree anyway. Yeah, okay, fair enough, fair enough. So <laughs> what was it like to get the phone call from Radio 1 then? Just talk us through that kind of experience. You know, that doesn't happen to many people, mate. So I remember like, when I did it, I felt like I was in like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Mm. Like I was, when they rang me, I was just like, did, I was speechless. I was like, and he was like, you're not saying much represented. And I was like, I don't know what to say. I'm just, ah. And then... Was it? Was when it? Did, did, did they just hear you work on Welsh radio and things? Then was it, or, what, or no, did you apply so, for it, or how, how did it like manifest? It was itself? A, a competition mm. um, to cover shows on Christmas time, and I entered it. Didn't think anything of it would come of it. I like sent in a, a demo, and and they rang me and said, "Oh, you you know you've gotten through," and I just didn't expect it because I didn't hear anything back. And I remember when I went in, I was like. I felt like I was in Charlie the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so what kind of, is it like when you're in the studio, is it completely different to like a local BBC studio? Is it, is it just, is, is it as technical? Did you have to, do you have to like practice on stuff before? or? Did that, oh yeah. I'm very forgetful. So they have to like stick yeah. stickers on the, the desk and be like ABC because I'm <laughs> forgetting like which one was which. <laughs> and did you get a lot of time to do it was that a nerve-wracking experience just talk us through oh yeah very nerve-wracking like that's that's the one I, I like scripted it word for word and then you could hear that I'd scripted it but I feel like yeah. now I'm I've got more um experience I would I know like not to script just get your bullet points and and be more relaxed yeah so from all these things that you that you're out there in the world doing. Which one's your favourite? Which one? Which one do you just think that's that makes me the happiest? I'd say all of them, really. I, I love like the the music. I love DJing. I love mm. presenting. Um, all, all of them. Yeah, <laughs> I just genuinely like love love doing all of them. I'm really enjoying doing more like Welsh language stuff at the moment because mm. I've I've only been learning for like three, four months. Oh, okay. So, you know, that's something I feel proud about doing. I, I get excited speaking it and practising it. Were you, were you not taught, did you go to school in Wales? Yeah, but you, I went to an English speaking school. Okay. So they only teach you like numbers and colours, like not how to have like a proper conversation. And obviously, because yeah. I moved to London, then um, I didn't speak it at all. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So, and you know, DJ and supporting Kasabian, the new look Kasabian. I think they played the first gig they did in Sheffield. I think I'm just that might just because I'm from Sheffield and I, 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 I noticed it. What was it like supporting? Mm. Was it Leeds? Leeds. Glasgow, I think. Glasgow, oh God, I'm way off. Um, I think. <laughs> I, could, I could just remember seeing all the dots and the new stage that they've got and, you know, Serge being up front there on his own and just absolutely smashing it from all the socials and stuff. Um, how how was the feeling around the band um, under a new kind of, you know, they've got the wings and the back again type thing. How did it feel being around the lads? So I've grown up as a, like a massive Kasabian fan. Yeah. My dad said when he went to parents' evening in school, the teachers were laughing. I was about like, 10 because everyone else they'd written like who's your favorite um band mm. and everyone else had written like spice girls and yeah and uh busted and i'd written kasabian so um, i've been like a, a massive fan of them for few years so when when i was asked to do it it was like a real pinch me moment yeah. and i know they say like don't meet your heroes but they were genuinely the nicest people like mm. I've ever they, they were just like would I always like make a fuss and like, how are you? And and we just really loved it. I couldn't have asked for lovelier people. Serge still owes me a packet of fags. Does he? Yeah. <laughs> I went to watch Oasis in America and Kasabian was supporting him. And we went, we went to see Oasis at Hollywood Bowl and Jet and Kasabian were playing. And then the day after we were in Vegas, um, at Mandalay Bay, they played a really small like arena type thing. I think they were only like, three or 4,000 people in this room. And then me and me and the lads, we went out just getting pissed and that all that about. And we came back to our hotel and who's that over there? That's Serge, that. So he was there with his manager, just in casino a bit, just having a drink. So we popped over and said hello. Uh, and he invited us in warm arms, you know, it's like oh. we, had, we, we had a drink with him for a couple of hours. Um, and I gave him a packet of fags cause he'd run out. And, and I, I can't echo enough just how much, how much of a nice, guy he was you know he could have it could have gone the other way you know we we, we were pissed we could have been annoying like yeah. like, like we get but if it, but <laughs> you know he was just having a good time he was open to just having a chat with us and just talking about football and pissing about and just doing you know what you do when you when you're out and about great personality and good, such a good front man as well now yeah and I, I think you smashed it and then yeah i really enjoyed it yeah. he's a great great guy What's what's it like when you come back from a tour like that? When you're back, get back into your room and everything's all quiet again. What's it? How, how do you adjust back to the real world again? It's it's weird because I went from like being exhausted, like Dijon, like every night for like two months, and like being exhausted and being like, oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> and then like the day I came back, I was like, I don't know what to do now. I feel like I got like the do you know festival blues? Yeah, I got those tour blues. <laughs> do you do you do a little bit of work on the side to make ends meet type of thing, or does does the, do the, does the things you do cover what you need to do? That kind of stuff. How, how do you so like I manage did, life? Um, I worked um, in Fred Perry for a while in the in the shop, mm, yeah. um, and then I ran social media for a brewery company. Mm. But the past year, I'd say I've been fortunate enough to just DJ and like do presenting work now. Yeah. Yeah. But it's taken four years. Well, so yeah, so you're big into marketing and that kind of stuff. We had um, Rick Lease, who used to be in Twisted Wheel on the on a previous podcast. He's big into marketing, and he defines marketing as making shit look cool. How how do you define marketing stuff? Um, 
yeah, it's just trying to make stuff look eye-catching and yeah. and like, relatable. I'm, re- I'm I'm fascinated by it because as RGM's grown and I'm trying to make it look more professional, uh, and rather than pay someone, I'm learning myself all these new things and learning how to do a, a, a After Effects and all the Adobe stuff, and just I've learned that from scratch myself just from YouTube videos, and I think I'm getting there. But I've, you know, there's I, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I just know I'm getting better at it, and somehow I'm learning marketing without really, you know. <laughs> without really knowing about it it's it's you something can, yeah you can do um there's like a lot of free courses on google mm. and all that kind of stuff and what kind of you know at, what i don't know I, I, as a marketer i'm just interested to pick your brains on how you go about you know making things better what what goes on in oh in, I, in the morris head um so i i ran the social media um accounts for them Mm. Um, I don't not very. It wasn't very good because I'm not doing it anymore. But, <laughs> okay, fair. Enough. And I I don't know. I have a clue how to do like any Photoshop or anything. So I I would just like run the schedule, like post the captions, yeah, um, all that kind of stuff. But other than that, I've got a clue. <laughs> it's 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 hard work. We 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 use an app on RGM and and str- and schedule posts to go out at a certain times. You can't just post it out in real time because you've just not have a life it's just ridiculous yeah and um and and, it, and it's same for bands really it, it's it's all the the boring stuff that goes on behind the scenes that you kind of have to do these days with social media to to get your name out there and i keep seeing your name all over the place just you know just doing just, you're, you're out there having fun at festivals and <laughs> doing what you're doing but so so you're doing a great job and i just wanted to thank you for joining us on the podcast and just let you know that you know you are pre- you know things are you know let you know if you're appreciated. I think that's a bit patronizing. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't mean that. I just let, let you, you're doing a great job, uh, oh, and and it's you. not going unnoticed by people you might not know personally. That's the whole. Oh, thing, thank you for having me on as well. You're very welcome. Is there anything coming up for Katie that you might want to share with the world, or for people that like your work, a little message, maybe for the people of, of Wales that are going to the World Cup now? So I'm DJing the. Um, game against the Netherlands tomorrow mm. um, and I'm um, DJing the, the cricket the 100 mm. in Cardiff wow. um, a few festivals and yeah more, it's more so like more Welsh language work DJing a cricket match how does that work so they've started doing um, the 100 cricket so they're like they've got like bands playing and they, they oh, make wow. it like a massive event of it yeah so mm. they've got like in England um, Scotland, Wales, and it look, looks really good. I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, nice one, nice one. Just a big piss up. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, fair enough. And are you allowed to drink yourself on the sly? Yes, sometimes. I try not to too much because I'm a bit of a nuisance. <laughs> fair enough. And, yeah, a message for the, Wel- for, for the Welsh community, the country of Wales, after all these years of not being in the World Cup. Um, Say it in Welsh. In Welsh. Delcom Line, Cumbria. Um, and time you're proud and hug oil um bantoni qatar <laughs> brilliant welcome wales well done on getting the world cup love it cross your cross your welcome wales oh bless you
Well, Katie, mate, I've, I've, I really appreciate your time this evening. Um, uh, I know you've been out celebrating the, the, the Welsh victory <laughs> and it's really appreciate your time. I'm sure I'll see you out and about. I'll pop a little pint. Oh, definitely. I'll pop a pint in front of you one day. Just say hello again <laughs> and really appreciate your time. And thanks for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Cheers, mate. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Aye, thanks, Katie, mate. Fingers in many pies. Just keeping herself busy, opening up opportunities for herself, riding the wave of, you know, some amazing, fantastic things there, mate. Love to see that. I will always share those kind of stories because that, that inspires me to just keep going as well and just just keep busy and keep cracking on. I, I, I love that. I love that. Yeah, so that's kind of it for this week, ladies and gentlemen. Join us on Twitter at RGM Pod. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Watch all the video versions of the interviews there. Whatever podcast little place you like to delve in. You just do what you like, mate. As long as you're with us each week. That's all we care about. Always open for feedback, as always. So, yeah, keep in touch, guys. And for this week, um, we'll wish you all the best for this week. Earn a few quid. Get out to some gigs. Tag in the bands. Share, share the bands and the Spotify links with us on our socials. We'll share it. Share, let's share the love of some music this week, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah, cheers, guys. Up to about 800 followers on TikTok now. We're getting closer to 1,000 where we're going to do that live thing we talked about weeks and weeks ago. We're still not there with TikTok. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. It's hard work. Um, don't know why I told you that tip bit yeah, but yeah ladies and gentlemen thank you for joining us for another week of the podcast I've been Carl Maloney the host of the Shindig that guy from RGM wishes you all the best this week enjoy some live music crack on with your tunes earn a few quid and we'll see you next week cheers guys Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Be a part of it with Scott's Menswear, the go-to destination for sports fashion. With a reputation spanning over 30 years, Scott's has a mega brand catalogue featuring Adidas Originals, Nike, Fred Perry, Pretty Green, and many more. Here at RGM, we love the support that they offer us and the music-loving community around us. Check them out at scotsmenswear.com. Hello. Did you know that you can support our podcast in many ways? Within the description of this podcast, you will see a list of all the equipment that we use. These are Amazon affiliate links. Clicking on these links take you to Amazon. If you buy whatever you're planning that week, we get a small kickback and you get a parcel at no extra cost. We would really appreciate your support. Or you can just go old school and donate a pound or whatever you feel is appropriate in there. Please subscribe, tell a friend about our show, and thank you for your support, and we'll see you next week.